Welcome to Dungeons and Designers, a podcast where visual communicators communicate without visuals. I'm your DM, Will Churn. Let's get rolling. Today we are joined by Pallavi, our guest. How are you doing? Good. Enjoying the summers in Rochester. Oh, yeah. So I know Pallavi <laughs> from grad school. She goes to uh, RIT with me up in Rochester, New York. And we are both locked in, so I uh, messaged her and asked her if she wanted to play D&D remotely. And she said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last time we played, uh, our group of goblins and full bog went through this desert. They found a little remote nomadic village tribe around this oasis. Um, after like shopping and getting food and kind of resupplying for the desert journey that they hadn't prepared for originally, they found... Um, a slave girl in the master tent. They decided that they needed to save her, so they struck down the the master of this kind of group and then bolted with a whole bunch of little pet animals. Um, so that's where we left off on our last our last adventure. You guys are now like tearing through the desert. Um, why don't you guys explain to me like how you might be set up a little bit? You have a, a riding lizard and a horse that can both be ridden. Um, the cart is on the horse, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Bean is walking next to the horse, kind of help guiding it and keep it going. And I imagine those, and the riding lizard is walking next to or behind it. Okay. Yeah, I'm imagining I'm on the riding lizard, like having a good old time. And then that Azhag's probably hidden somewhere. Maybe on the cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, Will that's is a- just poking him. That is a very good point that I forgot to mention. Uh, my brother Dan, who plays Azhag, couldn't be here today. I'm going to sort of half play his character so that we don't have to try to come up with a reason why our tight-knit group all of a sudden just decides to <laughs> disband. Um, but he'll be definitely with us next time. I'm already working on dates that I know he can make. Um, and then uh, I'm assuming in the same cart as Azhag is the slave girl that you guys saved who you don't know at all. Uh, Pallavi, can you explain to us, because you're going to be this little slave girl that they saved, who, what do you look like and what's your name? Yeah, so my name, or the name of the slave girl that I'm playing the character of is Samara. She is of Arabic Middle Eastern origin. She is in her late 20s. And she has this, so I can like dive deeper into the description. She has this long, dark hair, which is tightly plaited. And she has burnt umberish eyes, large forehead, just tapered nose and tapered face cut. And she's wearing this black kaftan, which has a little gem work around the corner, like the, like this neck around the neck piece. And she's wearing red, rusty red pants and with those little, uh, ethnic footwear, like those little belly shoes that, like, are usually worn with this Arabic cultural ethnic dress, and she oh, has this, or in, oh, just a little detail, like she has this little claw tattoo around her like thumb and index finger, which is like a mark that she was a slave to this half lion and half human, like maybe like a mark of her slavery or maybe she treated or she served her master really well so this was kind of a reward that was given to her (laughs) perfect yeah probably the most thought out description we've heard (laughs) yet i need to rewrite some stuff you need to rewrite some stuff (laughs) (laughs) and that's where we're going to start you guys are kind of going through the desert you think you know where the labyrinth is but you, you guys have never been here and like once you enter the desert, all landmarks kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of just headed in the direction that you think might be right. Bean looks back at both of you like, are you, are you two okay? Anybody need anything? Azhag, you... I figure he's just asleep. Big yeah, Azhag just like puts his hood over his face. <laughs> it's pretty hot out because it's uh, during the day, right? Yeah. So we're just like It'd definitely be warmer than you guys are used to from where you are. Um, Samara is probably totally fine though because she's been living out here with this group for quite some time okay I have a feeling I'm probably drenched in sweat taking a nap and waking up and then um, handing out some root tea that I bought back there to 
whoever is thirsty. <laughs> um, but it looks like there's pretty much dunes all around us that mm-hmm. are ever changing. And we're just like headed off in whatever direction we think is north. Yeah. like, And behind you, you can see like for miles, your trails of mm-hmm. different footprints and the, the wheels kind of take tapering off into the distance. Um. I want to look back at Samara and ask, um, did you know any of these animals? Like, hand her the Almirage to play with that has, it's like a bunny rabbit with a horn on the top. It's like a unicorn bunny. Yeah, unicorn bunny. Not that much. No, I did not know. Maybe it visited the, my master once, and that's how I know him, but like, not much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem pretty happy to be out here with us, but they probably didn't know we were going to be in the middle of the desert <laughs> to get out. Hmm. I imagine um, the dragon is just prancing and running around in the sand, probably happy to be in the heat since mm-hmm. it is a desert dragon. Yeah. Probably going to leave us soon, go in the sand and just swim away from us forever. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll happen. Yeah. I don't know how the horse is doing. Do you want to talk to it? Sure. Uh, Using the staff of Woodlands, I um, use speak with animals and just ask the horse, hey, hey, how how are you doing? Need to take a break? Yeah, and the horse looks back at you, and even if Yola is drenched in sweat, the horse is, like, much wetter. (laughs) <laughs> and you can tell it's just like trudging along doing its job, but like it also is not used to this heat. It's like not a fan. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. struggling. Um, the riding lizard, however, looks like as happy as could be. Like this is definitely like his terrain. Even his jam. <laughs> then I probably have a rope attached to me, attached to him, so I can nap <laughs> on top. <laughs> okay. Um,. Well, does anyone want to stop for snacks or anything? Sure, let's stop. Yes. <laughs> so you guys um, kind of like pull the carts in. You maybe make like a little half circle of protection. You check on the animals, all five, four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Zach, you had, a, or not Zach, Bean has a whole bunch of the different foods that he bought. Yeah, mm-hmm. beetles for everyone. And roots and tea and... Ooh. Unloading that bag in front of everyone. We're Will going meatless. Down on some beetles. Mm-hmm. Well, are beetles meat? Beetles are no. definitely meat. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Is Yola vegetarian? Well, she snacked pretty hard on that meat in the first episode. So I'm thinking she's for right now. She eats meat too. <laughs> she's never had a beetle that I know of so this is an interesting experience for her of like very crunchy mm. but they she'll do it a lot of cumin yeah there's not much else to eat besides our animals and I'm not into that yeah no <laughs> I wouldn't eat your riding horse no <laughs> we're not at that point yet <laughs> um well uh so we've got the roots and the beetles that were nomming on, and then just kind of like, I'm going to be looking out into the distance, kind of wondering what's coming up. Um, like, can I see anything else in the distance yet? No, nothing nothing like crazy. It's kind of like you might see like shadows of things that you might suspect are mountains or might suspect it could be a town, but it'd be so far out, it could just be the heat. Yeah, Is like a mirage. Any- yeah. <laughs> Is there any soil near us that could be considered fertile? No. Okay. Now, the last, like, kind of fertile earth you had seen was that oasis. Mm -hmm. Um, You got those um, binoculars still? Yeah, I can check it out. And get on my shoulder, and we'll see if you can see anything. Let's do it. (laughs) Like, crawl up your back if you don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of lean over, get next to the lizard, so she can probably get on my shoulder easier from the lizard. Yeah, so, so this little goblin kind of leaps off of a big lizard onto the fur ball, which is kind of like a trolley looking thing. Yeah, I'm a little slippery though because I'm <laughs> sorry for my sweat. Gross. <laughs> and I'm 
I'm seven four, you know, like three times two, three times taller than she is. Yeah, so yeah. You, you get up there and you look out through your binoculars and you can see different little animals like lizards kind of running around. Um, real far out, you can kind of see some growth, but it'd be like a multiple days journey. It's closer to the ocean that you know is on the other side. Um, you see little groups of people traveling, but like nothing that would like stand out as crazy. Maybe just like traders or people who are kind of getting back home after a trip. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't see this like labyrinth maze that you were looking for originally yet. I guess we could, um, I'll let everybody know and kind of, what would you guys like to do? We could head over to some of these traders and see if we can switch out our food if you aren't, if you're not feeling it. I don't know. What do you think, Bean? Do you like beetles? <laughs> no, sure. Let's head that. Maybe we could find some uh, umbrellas or tents yeah. or any kind of refuge from the heat. And ask for directions. Perfect. So you guys um, kind of get back on your riding animals and start heading towards one of the groups. Yeah, I'm walking again so. next to the horse, kind of almost supporting it at this point. It's struggling so much. <laughs> so as you guys do that, um, night turns into dusk. Um, and you, as everything gets darker and darker, you kind of lose sight of all the different peoples, right? Because they're like so far off. But what you do see is like one bonfire kind of um, come up. And it's very large, and it might only be like a couple hours' journey in front of you. Okay, that doesn't seem too. Keep bad. pressing on. So as you guys, as you guys get closer and closer to this bonfire, um, you look through your binoculars, and you can see that there's a few um, sleeping bags kind of placed around it, like people are already sleeping. Um, but there's one figure standing in front of the fire. Uh, you can see like a shadow from the fu- the bonfire kind of get cast and go all the way back into the night. Um, he doesn't look very tall, maybe just a few feet tall himself, maybe the same size of Viola, maybe a little bit taller. Hmm. Um, okay, I want to take out my my horn that I travel with and cast message from far away just to see if he's... I don't want to get too close in mm-hmm. case he's afraid of us. I'm sure we're... I'm afraid of him. Probably um, outside of the fire glow, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, and say... I'm sure he can see us, too. So I'll hold up my hand and wave and cast message through it and talk to him to say, hey, we're travelers. Um, we have a couple provisions we'd be willing to trade with you. Um, if you... Do you have anything that you would like to... Um, barter with or talk about how things are going. How are you? And is message a two-way conversation or a one-way? Um, I think it's if he's close enough, he can talk back. But yeah, so you you kind of see him kind of scuffle around, and he as he spins around, he's got this kind of weird staff in his hand, and he he yells out like, "I've got nothing to trade. I got nothing to trade. But come in, come into the heat." Because as like as as the desert gets (laughs) as the desert turns into night, the temperature drops because the the sand doesn't retain heat. Mm -hmm. So it is like now very very cold. Okay. Sure, we move in closer. I think I um I stake the horse and the riding lizard right at the edge of the fire, so they're in the heat Mm -hmm. out of the cold, but they can't come in towards the people. I leave Will and the dragon in the cart (laughs) with the few supplies we do have that sounds good to me you you want to trust them and we can always bail if things yeah, get sketchy i'm very big yeah <laughs> i need you <laughs> and i offer to help samara out of the back of the cart if you're coming with us yeah i'm coming with you and we move in i move in towards the fire closer to him. Hi, how how are you, sir? Yeah, and as you guys get close to the light, the the little figure runs up to you and throws off his hood, and he's like an elderly goblin. Ooh. And you see his like wrinkled face, and he's just extremely excited to see you. And as Azhag kind of comes up closer and closer, he stays on like the outside of the the shadow, kind of outside of the light. And he goes, "What brings you guys out to the desert?" 
Did you and Dan talk before you played this? Because you're playing as it's almost like Dan's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, no. it's the, being brothers, we probably play the same character almost. So, <laughs> same, same yeah. wavelength. Hi, we uh, we're adventurers. We we're looking for kind of look at both of you two. Adventure. Adventure. <laughs> we heard there was a labyrinth somewhere nearby. How, what brings you out here? I'm Bean. I'm Yola. I'm Samara. And as you guys say the names, he just like chuckles to himself. He goes, you came out to the desert for an adventure? There's nothing even alive out here. <laughs> and he, he kind of just bounces around. Well, and I mean, somehow there's nothing alive after we met it. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and he the goblin kind of runs up to you and kind of jumps up and props himself up on this little staff he's holding. And it's like very strange, like how he's moving as at such an old age. Um, mm. And he looks at you and he kind of gets off and he goes over to Samara and uh, you being much shorter, but still taller than him. He kind of looks up at you and kind of chuckles. And then he runs over to Yola, like grabs your hand and shakes it. And as he goes over to Azhag, um, he tries to like move his hood off Azhag's head and Azhag like kind of kicks him back a little bit and like brings the hood back up and like you can tell like Azhag is not having it and then uh this little man just kind of goes to you guys he goes who's the fella you got that's um the shadow Azhag and why he, do you know him no I don't know anybody I've been out in the desert for years and uh as he does that he takes his staff and he kind of like Bonks Azhag right on the head. And as he does that, Azhag just pulls out his hand crossbow and shoots one arrow through his head. And as as you see this old man fall, you see as his chest kind of like, like bounces a little bit. And as it goes back in, you see Azhag get pushed back onto his back. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Um, what is the old goblin doing the goblin's like dead on the ground like there's no way of saving him because he got shot in the face right yeah (laughs) it wasn't an illusion or anything Uh, so bean goes and checks on the old goblin at first quickly sees there's nothing there and runs to azag i'm getting mad at azag yeah like what are you doing and as you you get over to azag azag bounces up and goes whoa what a ride Huh. And he reaches down and picks up the same staff that the old man was holding. And as he, as he looks at you guys, kind of looking confused, he goes, I was so over that old body. Um, <laughs> so you are him, but now in him, what happened to him? Look at him. He lived, he lived his life. I'm is he in there with you. No, I use you put him in there. Where is he? Where's Azhag? Yeah, where's our friend? Oh, he's here. And he like touches himself inside of you. Two, bo- two people are in Azhag's body now. Yeah, and he shakes his head and goes, I'm the Neilbog. And he bows and takes up his staff and he goes, You guys can go on your way. No. I don't think oh. I don't think so, sir. <laughs> Neobog is that first and last name, or is that all just one long Neobog together? And as you ask that, he's like astonished that you haven't heard of him. And he goes, "Are you? Have you never heard of me? I'm the Jester God of the Goblins. The Jester God of the Goblins, sir. I am." I see you see my one companion, but I am no goblin, sir. And he goes, that's, I'll forgive you. And then as he bounces around, he kind of gets closer to the fire and he's kind of leaning, he like sticks his staff in the ground and he's leaning on it. He goes, I get to take whatever goblin I want. So wouldn't it be much funnier to bring the other one alive in this old body? Think about how much funnier that'd be to trick him and leave him just to rot in this old body for the rest of his time. I can just take him out so quickly. I can do many things, but I can't, I I can't transfer souls. Oh, so he is in there with you in your body. Oh, he's here. 
What's he saying? You know, it's nothing pleasant. <laughs> and as he says that, he no like problem. snickers. And you could tell like this is bringing him joy. Sure. Like he had been in that old body for far too long and had been waiting for a new body. Can we phone Azhag? Can we talk to him? <laughs> no. Mr. Neilbog? <laughs> <laughs> no, Azhag, Azhag will be no more. We will keep him here until I am done with his body. So I have a question too. How many other souls do you have in there with you? How many other people have you taken? Oh, I've taken many, but I leave their souls with their bodies when I'm done with it. Gotcha. So the old man back there, what was he like to be with? Uh, he was okay, but his bones were weak and his back hurt. I'm glad to be glad to be done with it. Sure. And as he says that, he kind of like bounces around. And like you guys know, Azhag is fairly agile. And uh, he goes, this will be much better. All right. So this whole being in the desert with the magic bonfire thing, is this like a punishment? Are you stuck out here? What, what's going on, Mr. Neilbog? And he looks at you and goes, you cannot punish a Neilbog. I find joy in bringing disaster. I find uh, joy bringing in chaos. In the middle of the desert with no living things? We were, we were just moving to the next town. We? And then he mm -hmm. points to the two sleeping bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so not the old man <laughs> the multitude of we are legion not the other souls inside of the body mm -hmm. um, so what's going on with the sleeping bags what do we see when we look at those that he pointed at are there lumps in them Is there oh yeah there's definitely like kind of smallish bodies in there um, you can't see breathing but there's no reason to think they're like dead right off the bat are they of the same kind like do there some souls also like jump from body to body? I don't know. You, you have to go try mm -hmm. to find out. Um, you, you could ask. I'd like to try to poke the sleeping bags with my stick while I still stand next to the beel. <laughs> okay. The so as you like go over there and you poke it with your stick a little bit. Oh, no, I, don't, I stand in the same spot next to the kneel bog and just reach over. Okay. As you do that and you, you like poke it, it like wiggles, but it's inside the sleeping bag. And, and then you hear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to lock eyes with Mr. Neilbog. Like, I'm not letting him out of my sight. <laughs> so whatever you're going to do to make sure that those people are safe or whatever, I'm going to stand right here. Um, did they come with you willingly, Mr. Bog? Or That is a funny question. What is Will? <laughs> <laughs> Will stands up in the back of the car and he's like, that's me! That's me! I'm Will! <laughs> you just see this wingless imp. <laughs> jumping up and, and down and as you guys are kind of like trying to just figure out what's going on he like runs over to the sleeping bag and as he picks it up by the feet just dumps out a goblin that's all tied up and bound and he goes now that i have this body i won't need these ones anymore and he like throws you a little goblin bean reaches down and unties the one that was thrown to him are you are you okay how did you end up with mr bog here he stole our friend and took us. We've been his captives for months. Was your friend that poor soul over there? And I point at the old man with yeah. the his face. And he's like, yeah, how'd that happen? Um, friend of mine overreacted and are perhaps now in 2020 hindsight might have responded the most accurately and correctly I think I've ever seen him respond. <laughs> And uh, the trickster spirit who wasn't your friend now resides in my friend, and your friend has ceased to be. I am so sorry for that. Who is who is in the other sleeping bag? And then as you say that, the little ball goes, oh, oh, and you see Azhag run over and then just like whip out another bound goblin. And he goes, if one dies, I just need a backup. And he throws you that little goblin. <laughs> That went also in seven. Yeah. Like, were you two from? Are you Pooksie as well? And they're like, no, we're just from a different goblin tribe, um, uh, northwest, kind of past the mountains. Have you seen or heard anything from the Torchblade yet? No. We don't even know look, who that is. Look back at the Neobog and Azag's body and say, um, I cannot let you 
keep that body. But I feel like we are stuck at an impasse currently. And yeah. we need your assistance. And as you say that, the Neobog like bounds over to you again. And this time, instead of climbing up on his scepter, climbs up on you and whispers it into your ear, what about a game? And then jumps off. <laughs> I look at the other two and kind of grimace. I think I could partake in a game. And yeah. It, How it many goes, players do you need? <laughs> he goes, this will be a game for all of you. And he looks at you guys and goes, here's the game. Answer my riddles and I'll give you this body. Fail my riddles and I take yours and points to Yola. Okay. So as you guys kind of maybe agree to this little weird game, you guys all get around the bonfire and the goblin looks at Yola and reads... um, it has a golden head, it has a golden tail, but it has no body. What am I? A point of order, Mr. Bog. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, when you say order, he laughs at you and goes, there's never order with the Neil Bog. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, are we allowed to ask future questions about these riddles? Hmm. That is a question. How about this? There are three riddles to my game. I'll give you one hint. Fair enough. Would you like a beetle? My offer in the bag of beetle. <laughs> and he takes one and throws it in the air and catches it in his mouth. Pretty good, right? It's just cumin. It's a- yeah. And as you guys are pondering, he goes through his bag and he takes off the cloak of the bat and throws on this purple cloak that he has. And he goes, this looks really better. <laughs> And now you see Azhag just decked out in, like, this purple garment. I'd like to sweeten the deal, too, Mr. Bog, because what's in it for you if you lose? Would you like the body of perhaps one of our animals that have amazing abilities? I have no interest in non-goblins. Okay. I will just take you. All right. Where are you going to go if you lose? That's a good... Yeah. Where are you going to go? And then he just points to the other two goblins. He goes, I'll just take another one of those. They're mine anyway. <laughs> hmm. Bean kind of steps in between them just slightly, but doesn't say anything yet. All right. Say the riddle one more time. Golden head, golden tail, nothing in between, something like that. Mm-hmm. It has a golden head. It has a golden tail, but it has no body. What am I? I want to rally with our party. <laughs> In the corner. Excuse me, Mr. Bog. As yeah. we deliberate. Yeah, and as you do that, he's just like kind of trying all the different movements he couldn't do in the old man's body. So you see him kind of like backflipping around the fire and just like having a good time. Okay, here's the thing. I think I might have um, the answer to the riddle, but we, we need to make sure that he can't get in somebody else's body at the end of this, don't we? Like we should make them run away. Um, his friends that he's gonna go inside of them instead. Right. Mm. Or what do you guys think? No, I think we need to definitely get rid of these two. The other two goblins? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. we should probably help them escape. Mm-hmm. We can hide them in the cart, like, with the other animals that we have. Yeah. Um, or the other supplies, or just, like, disguise them. Somewhere. So I kind of put my hand on their shoulders on Yola and Samara's, and I kind of pivot. <laughs> I try to pivot to my body next to the Neobogs and the other two on the other side with the goblins on the other side. And I'm like, okay, Sam, I need you to go to the right, take the goblins, help them get in the cart. I'm going to turn around and get you out. We're going to kind of move a little further back to the shadows. Hopefully he won't see us. Okay, I'll do that. So, Yola, what was I that think idea? it's a coin? I think it's coin, yeah. <laughs> Head, tail, gold. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense to me. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Okay. And I stand up, and as I stand up, I signal for Sam and the goblins to move so that maybe I can block them a little bit. Okay. Mr. Bog, I'm ready with our answer. So quick, an answer for me? Yes. How are you enjoying that body? It's 
amazing. <laughs> and you see him as he just like takes the crossbow, just starts shooting random bolts into the air. I was say, try the crossbow. See, yeah. there's a bird out there. You can shoot almost past that dune, I believe. <laughs> try it. And yeah, you see him just like reach up with his hand, just like fire into the air. He's like, mm, amazing. Isn't that great? Sharpshooter, I think. So what yeah. was your answer? Coin. Oh, that's one. You got it so quick. And you can see he's just frustrated. He's like, fine, fine, fine. One more. Many have heard me, yet nobody has seen me. I won't speak back unless spoken to. What am I? And he, you see him just run off and go and play again. So we turn back and huddle again? Yeah. Uh, Sam, Samara, were you able to get them into the cart? Oh, yes. I enjoyed my conversation with them because <laughs> they were in captivity, too, for a long time. <laughs> so we had a very... I was pretty empathetic. <laughs> I'm glad we could help, you know, formally, you know, formally enslaved. I'm so much better than slave. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's great. All right, what was the riddle again? Something face doesn't talk to me. Yeah, as you say that, like, from on the other side of the bonfire, and you hear... Many have heard me, yet nobody has seen me. I won't speak back unless spoken to. What am I? I think it's an echo. I have never seen an echo before. Yeah. You're very wise for a goblin. (laughs) (laughs) Negative one. No offense, but I'm on your side, but you guys aren't generally known for... Is it the door? Doorway? Hmm. Door or echo? I have seen a door before, so that yeah. might help. But yeah. you don't hear it, or you've heard it, but don't see it, and it won't speak to you unless you speak to it first. Yeah, so you knock, and then oh. you hear something back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think this is... Let's try echo. Okay. I stand up and turn towards Neil Bog and say, uh, is it an echo? And from the other side of the fire, you hear, yes, 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 as he <laughs> sits there with an echo. That's very good. And he's yes, like, what an echo is. fine, just one more and I'll give you the body. But fail, and I get Yola's for the road. Um, and he goes, towns without houses, forests without trees, mountains without boulders, and waterless seas. What am I? I'm going to need that one more time, <laughs> slower. <laughs> and he gets up right in your face, like, and pulls yeah. in your cheeks. And Come it's, it's as Hag's body. And he goes, towns without houses, <laughs> forests without trees, mountains without borders, and waterless seas. <laughs> and he lets go of your face and kind of just runs off and starts playing again. I mean, it's treatment I'm used to. <laughs> Maybe not so up close and personal, but... <laughs> um, okay. I have, like, a notebook mm-hmm. that I'm writing down. So that I mean, I think Yola I, does, or you? Yeah, do? Yola. I think I can. I mean, at least pictures. I don't know how smart. She, uh, um, yeah. Meta gameplay. You are very good at riddles. <laughs> My life depends on it. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> like at a per, at a personal Courtney level. Very good. <laughs> it's like too much of a Venn diagram before the actor and the character. But, I mean, what else would she say? No, you're doing Thank good. Thank you. Oh, this last one, Lou. Bean kind of comes over and pulls. I guess we kind of huddle together again, and Bean's watching you write in the notebook. It's like, um, flip through that real quick and city without towns, forest without towns without um, houses. Towns. Houses. Towns without houses, forests without trees, it's mountains like without pic- borders. It's almost like a picture. Waterless seas. It's like um, a desert. What has all four of those in one picture? It's a map. Mm-hmm. Is it a map? It's a map, right? And you hear him just go, No! <laughs> and you see, like, um, as Hag's body drop, and as the fire, like, 
erupts purple. I start running. I'm running right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see the fire the fire go just erupt purple and everything is super bright. And as the top kind of curls, it like dissipates. And then you see one of the goblins you had it in the cart kind of go, oh, no, no, no. I loved that body. And you see as the Neil Bog now back in one of the bodies he had grabbed the other goblin and then like tie him up really quick and like throw on like a piece of tape over his mouth. He goes, you're still coming with me. And he goes, because you guys did so well. And he looks at Samara. He goes, some types slither, some types climb, some types strike, and some types bind. What am I? Okay. Can you repeat that one more time? I am tired from the journey. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, of course, of course. You guys did so well in the first three. Some types slither, some types climb, some types strike, and some types bind. Okay. I'm sitting on like a dune and it looks like you guys are doing just fine. I want to motion to Bean like, cool, cook. Like, how's it going? Is, is it time for me to come back? <laughs> no. And as, as Samara tries to figure out what's going on and if Bean's there, he can also try to figure out what's going on. You see Azhag just being like, what, I, what am I wearing? And he like rips off like the purple cloak and you see him just like running, looking for his uh, cloak of the bat. Okay. Okay, I think I, I have something in my mind. Is that a rope? And he looks at you, strike one. And then repeats, some types slither, some types climb, some types strike, and some types bind. I think it's a snake. Mm. Could be. Uh, oh, V, why don't you help me out? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you seem distracted. <laughs> um, v moves in closer and says, what are we playing for now? Oh. For an additional prize for doing so well. Answer this bonus riddle. And get what you all earned. And as he says that, you can see him kind of frustrated because he can't make things rhyme as well as he was hoping. <laughs> and as he does, as he says that, like this older goblin that he's back within, he like walks over and starts picking up the purple cloak that Azhag tossed off and starts packing up his bags. I mean, we could just go. Can we? Oh. You could. We have Azhag. We have him back in his old body. Uh, remind me, Will, the one goblin is taped up, but he has his body? Yeah, so one body. One, he took in the two sling bags, he's back into one of them. It was like his backup bodies, and he's just taking the other goblin with him. Okay. Is it snakes, Mr. Bog? It is snakes. And yeah, he points... That's- points his finger towards like the dunes to the east a little bit and like a purple streak comes out and he goes I know who sold you Samara and he goes they ride a machine through the dunes and they went that way just two nights ago okay oh yeah thank you Mr. Neil Brooke <laughs> <laughs> And he looks surprised. He goes, no one ever thanks me. And as he says that, he like just claps his hands and the fire goes out. And he starts packing his bags, kind of like a hobo. He's got his bag over his stick, his staff. And he kind of just starts walking out into the darkness with the other goblin. The one tied up again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Are they gone? Wow. Did they disappear? Yeah, if you guys let them, they kind of just like walk off. And he's kind of just like singing songs as they walk. And uh, you hear him, like, as he, like, sips into the darkness, you just hear him, like, moan. He's like, I almost had the best body. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How's that feel, (laughs) Azek? Yeah, and Azek's just, like, kind of wiping himself off, just, like, extremely angry. And he takes his crossbow and goes to fire another one at him, but looks at you guys and goes, "Mm, maybe that's a bad idea. Thank you. Yeah. 
Skip that one, brother. Mm-hmm. Brother. 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 <laughs> we'll never know that other riddle answer. Which one? Mr. Riddle Man. Oh, the Towns Without Houses. It was Map. It was Map. He said it was Snow. Did I just blip out there? Okay. That's how you guys <laughs> won Azhag back. Thought it was Snakes. No, Snakes was how no. he told you where Samara's captains went. Okay, yes. we can cut that out. I was confused for a minute. Don't worry. With all those <laughs> riddles. <laughs> Good job well, rhyming what you could. So, Samara, yeah, that was do you cool. want to... I'm going to leave this up to you. Do you want to head that way? Sure. All right. Anything? Is there anything left behind? I guess just one sleeping bag. And like a dead fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time is it? Still pretty Sunday. late. Yeah. Um, you guys want to just stay here? The animal's already tied up and too cold to move. We can strike out in the morning. That's a good call. Or do you want to yeah. try to get the drop on them? Again, Samara, this is, we'll leave the decision to you. Yeah, I think I'm tired. I couldn't solve a simple riddle. I'm tired from the dust of the journey. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I would like to rest. Okay, so Bean will go and try to start the fire again. Yeah, what? which would be yeah, it'd be pretty easy because it's like the embers are still warm. Okay. And as you guys do, you set the fire, um, and the night goes without any when he, without any issues. As the sun rises mm-hmm. up, the fire starts kind of dying down. Should we feel bad about the other goblin just then? Yeah, Samara, Samara is like particularly sad because she had some really intense conversations and she yeah. couldn't get Oof. to live with her friend. And she was expecting that the bonus price would be that he would grant the life Oof. of the goblin versus yeah. he told something out of a deeper interest to her, maybe. <laughs> but yeah. And I think like Yola would understand because like the Neobog, mm-hmm. the Jester God, is like a very known thing. Monscombones. Or Bards. Yeah, um, even, you may not remember, uh, but when you went for, like, level three training, there yeah. was a, a, a bard dressed up as the Neobog in mid-10, kind of okay. as every major city has, like, a fake Neobog as, like, a way of, like, praising the Neobog so that the Neobog leaves them alone. So even though, like, Samara might be sad, you, you probably understand, like, there's literally nothing you can do to stop this. Right. Except riddle with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. and he, was, he would probably not, most likely not play another game with you after you got the body he wanted. Like He's, you know, He you, seemed a lot more of a man of his word than I thought he was going to be. Yes. He's shady. Okay. So in the um, morning, we strike out towards the purple light. We're packing up. What are we seeing? I'm sorry. Hmm? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's wake up. We'll have our morning beetles (laughs) and other provisions. (laughs) Maybe try roots this time. And as you guys Um, like have your your breakfast and start packing up, um, everything seems very normal. And you, you still remember like the direction that he pointed to. Um, You know that they're, they're definitely at least a couple days out. But you you probably hope you can catch up. Okay. Um, we can make sure that it seems like the animals got a good night's rest. Maybe we can go faster than before. Give them all mm-hmm. some of this tea. Speed them up. Let's see what else. Speed um, And set out. Yep, we set out towards that light direction that you sent us on. Mm-hmm. Cool. So as you guys go, it's kind of the same thing. Dunes after dunes. Um, two days, three days. On the fourth day, you see like really far in front of you what looks like a massive building. And it still might be, you know, another day or two until you can catch up. But you see it as it's kind of just going turning and turning. And uh, I'm not going to say it looks like a Jawa's giant vehicle in the desert but you know it might look sort of like that ish kind of (laughs) (laughs) Uh, monsters come with that 
Okay. And I think like when you guys first see it, Samara would recognize it from where she was sold from. Yes. And I think they, like me, they had other prisoners as well. So you saved me and I think I have a duty towards saving them as well. So we should think of a plan where we can just follow up and save because I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. I would be needing you and your help and your intelligence. No way. We, would, we would not send you out alone, for sure. Mm-hmm. What, could you give us any, what do they look like? Any, the people um, on the machine? So, there are a few humans like me, and because they were like, they were the slaves of the, of my master, and the rest of them are animals and kind of demigod creatures. But I can't clearly remember because it's been a while. Sure. And, and, and I think like what Samara would kind of remember is the goblin used um, the riddle of the snake on purpose. And that yeah. the, the masters of this machine are like part snake people. Um, mm-hmm. But Samara has been not there for many years. But she's no, she knows like the people that run that aren't, aren't good in the least. Mm. Yeah, they don't have good intentions at all. But I really don't know like what their end selfish interest is, but they don't, they aren't good people. Right, we need to stop them. Mm-hmm. I think we would press on towards the sand, not sand crawler. Yeah, the big machine. <laughs> <laughs> the not sand crawler. Yeah. So as you guys keep moving on, um, you can feel like a breeze in the air, which is weird, right? Because you guys, it's been just so dry and so hot. And it's like almost weird. And um, as you, you start getting closer and closer, um, one of the winds like pushes Bean back a little bit, and then another one comes up and like pushes Yola a little bit, and then Samara gets hit in the gut. And as like the wind starts picking up, you see it pick up sand, and then a little tornado starts forming, and you see arms come out of it. And they need you to all roll initiative because we have to get in at least one combat, right? D and D twenty-one. All right, uh, Pallavi, so the way this works is you need to roll the d20 on that dice roller. I believe it's the top one. It should say d20. It's got a nine. Okay, let me get my book out. <laughs> what do I need to do, really? I just need to, like, head roll on it. the roll. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then let me get your sheet up that I had. Um. Okay, I did hit on roll, and I got the result as do two. Okay, and then because of your sheet, and it says initiative, it's plus two, so you got a four. Yola was mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. And then what did Bean get? 21. 21. And we'll just leave Azhag out of this combat. I don't know what he's doing. I just don't want to try to run two guys. Oh, mm. thank you. Okay. So, Bean, this giant kind of air tornado sits in front of you. What do you want to do? I am going to anamorph into a majestic giant elf. <laughs> anamorph. <laughs> so uh, Samara doesn't know what Bean can do, and as you watch this big troll, you see him kind of fur sprout from his back, and from his head, giant antler spiller. And before you know it, there's now an elk standing where there was once a troll guy, the furbolg, and he's big. It's a giant elk. I don't know how exactly tall a giant elk is, but it is not small. Um, and then I'm going to charge our new elemental tornado friend. It, yeah, yeah. Wild shape is a bonus action, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's a um, twelve to hit. Okay, that's a miss. Okay. And the air elemental, as the horns kind of go in for the hit, it. Um, goes 
like tries to grab your horns, and as it does that, it just goes like to pull you into itself. Okay. And it gets a uh, 24. Yep, that hits. Uh, nine damage. Okay. And then it goes again and does the exact same thing. And that one's only 10, though, so that one misses. All it's right. 14 armor. Perfect. Yola. Dang. Um, I'm going to, so in terms of the layout, it's the tornado guy, and then we're kind of further away from him, and Bean is right next to him. Yeah, you guys are all fairly close together because you were traveling. So even like yeah. your cart and riding animals are within like kind of striking distance of this tornado. And we're like rotating mm-hmm. inside of a tornado. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I would say like the tornado is probably about the same size as Bean. It's probably about mm-hmm. seven feet tall. And you can kind of see him like with these giant kind of hands and arms coming out of it. I'm going to aim for an arm um, with uh, dual wielding run up to him. And try to, like, slash across through the arm. Cool. Give me those um, two attack rolls. Yeah, I got 23 and 16 to cool. hit. They both hit. Um, and then 13 for the first one and 8 for the second. Okay. And as you your swords go through, you can tell, like, it's hitting sand as it's going through, but you can mm-hmm. tell it's not getting it too much. Okay. All right. Samara. Paladin, it's your mm-hmm. first time playing D&D, first encounter. So you yeah. see under actions where it has all those different things. There's like a you list mean, of like four or five different things under actions. Yeah. Cool. You yeah. can do any yeah. of those things. So you can attack with your dagger. You could mm-hmm. try to grab it. Grabbing is probably not smart because it's wind. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the dagger is probably your best bet right now. Let me see if I can pull up your sheet. Um yeah, and if you attack with your dagger, you can attack twice. Okay, so like in one chance, I can attack twice? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to cool. roll your d20 twice, and then you're going to okay. add seven to each of them. So roll it for the first time. So I got three. Okay, so that's ten. So as you ten. take your strike with your dagger, you, you miss it, because maybe it's just a little bit too tall and you're not used to fighting weird elements. Um, and then roll a d- d20 again, and we're going to add 7 again. Mm-hmm. It's 2. Okay, so a 9. So both of your attacks miss, uh, which is super mm-hmm. frustrating for you. But Bean sees yeah. you miss, and he missed already. So what's he going to do? Going to try to go back a little bit and then um, charge or ram it again. Those two, he put his head down and just, not going back 20 feet, just 5, 10 feet. Yep. Try to get some speed going. That's a uh, 14. 14 with your bonus is yep. not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and as he does that, you see him go in for that, that same kind of double slam. Uh, one of them goes through uh, 12, 14 damage. <clears throat> and then Yola. And you see this elk just get like continuously just like bashed up as it tries to attack the wind. Yeah. Um, in terms of meta mm-hmm. gaming, is there anything... So I've got this enhance ability spell, but I don't know that it would help me with his um, rolls to hit, right? Because you can't really enhance that. I mean, there are things that can, like, sporadic um, inspiration, I believe, adds, like, a d4 to your chance to hit what, if you want. A roll... Yeah. Okay. Um, but I anything sure that has that to do with skill, that's probably more of a skill, like animal handling or something. Yeah. Okay. Wanted to make sure. Um, so I want to turn over to him as elk farm and, um, yeah, like you got this, man. <laughs> like I believe you. Try it again next time. And like you're looking a little rough and hand, or I don't think I hand him a die. I'm just like inspiring him, um, so that he gets one d. Six, I think it was. Um, 1d8. Oh, wow, even better. For any, um, it's a saving throw, too, it'll work on. All right, that's your turn. Um, I, I always forget this part. I'm going to, if I have enough left, I'll go dual wield his arm again. So is the Barardic Inspiration, that's what you gave him, right? It's a bonus action, so Perfect. I guess I'm doing this in reverse. That's cool. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, I'm going to try again. And so it's a 19 and a 26 to hit. Cool. Both hit. Um, and then, and then do, you, do you add your modifier for the second one? Do you have that feat? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I do. Yeah. Um, and then a 8 and a 7. So the cool. sec- it, I don't add it to the damage of the second one. Okay. Yeah. So 8 and 7? Yeah. Okay, same kind of thing. Like, you can see that it's hidden. That's not probably doing as much right. as I would like. Yeah, and then Samara sees this little goblin girl just, like, slashing at it with the swords. And I feel like you're probably empowered. Do you want to try to attack again with your daggers? Do you want to do one of your other actions? Yes. Yeah, sure. So okay. I get... So, like, in the other actions, there's this, un, like, grapple that you said, of course, that would be... I probably wouldn't recommend you try to grapple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, the I other thing... I daggers again. Like, I yeah. don't see what else I can do. I think daggers is your best bet for this yeah. kind of thing. All right, so you're going to roll that yeah. d20 again, and you're going to add seven? It's one, so it's eight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're doing, getting terrible luck. All right, do one more. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, there are different dices in here. Right. So, so you want to be doing the D twenty. I think it's the top yeah. one. That's D four. I was doing the top one so far. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's fifteen. Fifteen's perfect. That's plenty. Yes. Oh my god. All right. So now you're gonna do a different roll. Uh, if you go to your sheet that I gave you, mm-hmm. um, and you look mm-hmm. at the damage. So now you do one D four plus six. So you look for the D four. Mm-hmm. Should look like a little pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then add six to that. That's one. All right, plus six, so plus seven. 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 All right, seven, cool. Yes. So just like what you saw with um, Yola, like you, your blade is going through and hitting, mm-hmm. but because it's mostly air, you can tell it's not doing as much as you would hope. And then we're going to go back to right. Bean. We're going to charge one more time with these antlers, head okay. down to try to rush Out of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> all the animal yeah. and all the frustration. Maybe you like shake off the sand that you've gotten from all the yeah. slams. <laughs> so that's a twenty-three to hit. There you go. That and that will hit for um eight damage. All right. I'm assuming bludgeoning, right? Yep. Cool. So same thing. Like you stick your entire head and it goes through the. The cyclone of sand and wind, and you pull it out, and you're covered in sand, but you can tell, like, you probably didn't take as much as you had hoped from him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And as he, you do that again, like, as you pull from him, he goes and tries to grab your antlers again. Uh, one hits, and you get six damage. Okay. I am still an elk. You're still an elk. All right, Yola. I want to um, run around behind him mm-hmm. i think he's probably big enough i could do that right and not affect everybody else because i want to do shatter okay, from yeah. behind and see if i can fling some sand around um so this one is a constitution saving throw of 13 he got a 22 he crit. Oh. well <laughs> you still take half so that's good um half damage i rolled a 17 so that's like eight you want to round up or down? It's thunder, right? It's a loud ringing noise. Probably thunder damage then. Yeah, we'll do eight. Okay. Oh, wait, 17, eight, and then half of that again, right? Because he's resistance. Oh. Boo. That was... All right. We're going back to Samara. Mm-hmm. Now that you know how your daggers work, you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm going to try once again. Mm-hmm. I'll roll the d20 again, yep. right? So, oh, very bad. It's one. Okay, roll it one more time because you got your second attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 15 again. Cool, plus seven is 22, mm-hmm. so you're good. So you're going to do that d4 again, plus six. Plus, I think it's plus six. Um, four, that's 10. That, you got as high as you could. The Bardic Inspiration was only one turn. Yeah. And we are still in Elk form. Wait, Bardic Inspiration, it decays if you don't use it? Yeah, well, you I, did. Use I it used once. it last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how I was able to... I just went ahead and rolled it at the same time. Sure. Uh, yeah, we're going to try to ram it. <coughs> back up, head down. Just uh, 
24. Yep. I got ahead of myself. I meant to roll it. 2d6 plus 4, 11 damage. Okay, so that's 6 damage. Yep. Six. All right. And he's going to do like the same thing to you. He's going to try to... <laughs> Actually... Actually, so he the the cyclone like rotates around you guys, and I need you guys to all do a strength saving throw. So that's okay. a D twenty, Samara Paladi, a D twenty, mm-hmm. and then on the bottom right of your sheet, there's a strength saving throw section. So you just go D twenty and add that number. So for you, it's D twenty plus. I need to roll for the six. Nineteen. Perfect. Plus oh, it's twenty-five. Yeah, you're good. Twenty-five. Yeah. I got a two. Okay. Twenty-three. Perfect. So, uh, let me get my dice out. <laughs> oh no! Well, it's the same thing as like shatter. Uh, Yola, you take seven, and then the other two take four. Okay. Uh, is he holding my antlers at that point? No. Oh, no, he's just all around. Okay. So uh, I anamorph back into bean form. Okay. <laughs> and then that is Yoba's turn now. Now it is. Okay. Um, I want to turn to um, Bean in his new form and uh, cast on him um, enhance ability this time. And because it seemed like you're making your attacks now and give you bull strength. So that means you have advantage on. Yeah, wait a minute. That's not what I wanted. I, this is the case of like, yeah, okay. I read it and thought it did something. I made it up in my own head <laughs> what I wanted it to do. <laughs> um, yeah, you're saying athletics then? I think that is a yeah. strength. It'd be like any strength skill. Okay. Um, I'll just, how about this then? Um, I'm going to give you another bardic inspiration. Okay. Um, to use however you want. And then I'm going to go right for his uh, middle, the mm-hmm. tornado, with dual wielding again, because I'm getting a little impatient <laughs> with him. <laughs> uh, but that's a 9 and then a 15. Uh, cool. I think they both missed. Let me just double check. No, the 15 does hit. The 15 hits. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, then 8 damage. Perfect. A little dent. Yeah. All right. Samara. What exactly do I need to do now? You're probably attacking with your daggers again because you can't grapple it or do your other stuff, really. <laughs> okay. So just the D20s? So, it's, uh, that's six. It's seven. All right, seven. so that's not enough. Thirteen, yeah. And then I, I roll a D4 again? Mm, nope. The D20 again. Okay. Um, that's 10. Cool, so that's enough. So now you roll your d4 mm-hmm. and then add 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 3, and that makes 9. Perfect. So as you do that, you watch as your blade kind of cuts it, and you see just mm-hmm. the sand kind of lift up into the air and then fall down to the ground, and that's just like a poof of dust surrounds you guys. Ooh, nice! Nice! And wow. as, as you look <laughs> through the dust, you can see, like, the big machine still just rolling past. Um, okay. I want to search around to see if there's, like, anything that he was carrying. Yeah. No, just like, elemental. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> just sand. Okay. Dang it. Yeah, not very interesting. Not like a genie or anything. <laughs> just a weird thing of nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm assuming you guys gather all your stuff, get back in the cart, and keep trying to tear towards it. Yeah, dust yeah. myself off. Yeah. Pushes himself up with on his staff and just claps for Samara and thanks Yola mm. for the bardic inspiration that I still have. Yeah, Samara is feeling very accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> we finally did something. <laughs> and as you guys kind of tear through... You get closer and closer, and we're going to end the session with you guys kind of just right outside of the machine. So next time we play, um, Pallavi, you said you could come back and play again with us, right? Yes. So next time you'll be outside of the machine with uh, Azhag will be back being played not by me. 
<laughs> and yeah, I think that we're all good. Thank you, Pallavi, for coming and learning D and D with us. Thank you, Thank yeah. you so much. It was so much fun. You, did it. you did great. <laughs> um, where can people find you online? You have an Instagram oh. or a website or Behance. Yes, I do have an Instagram account. Uh, my Instagram handle is Pallavi zero one nine two. And that's P A L L A V I. Yes. And I have a Behance profile, which is by my name, Pallavi only. Perfect. So, yeah. And then your last name is S I N G H I? Yes. It's S I N G H. There's no I? No. <laughs> I thought I saw that on Facebook. Did I get that wrong on our sheet thing? I feel oh. real bad if I oh. wrote your name wrong. <laughs> nope, I didn't. I just made yeah. up that I because I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh, if you want to support the show, it'd be really great to get iTunes reviews or um, thumbs up or follows on YouTube because you can now get our uh, podcast on video format or anywhere else. We have a new website that we launched uh, last week. So go Yay. at dungeon, dungeonsanddesigners.com where you buy can yeah you can you can buy stickers you can see our past guests you can listen to our recent episode you can do all of the things um i want to thank again courtney and zach for playing with us like we do every couple of weeks thank you zach can you just stand up real quick and show our viewers that shirt oh mm. yeah my do you remember baby. who you got it from dungeon meowsters um <laughs> it's kyle i don't remember his last name he's the illustrator and designer from games like root um and other ledger or letter games, like cool. board games that are coming out. I think um, we'll try to get that. Here, wait, can you stand up one more time? <laughs> okay, cool. I just wanted to try to screenshot it so we could like shout them out on the stories because that shirt's just so good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link for it too. All right, guys. We will be back in two weeks, hopefully the week after 4th of July. Everyone be safe. Wear your masks. Wear a mask. Seriously? We all want to be done with this. Um, especially looking at you, Florida. Wear your mask. North, yeah. <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Dungeons & Designers. Again, I'm your DM, Will Churin, playing with my brother, Daniel Churin, and friends, Courtney Leach and Zach Wilkinson. The logo animation was done by Tim Bazrock, and music was created by Corey Burquist. And this episode was edited by me, your friendly DM. 